Gedalia. There's so much mis, mis, there's so much misinformation about Amira La'akum. So I want to clarify for a few minutes before we start Musar. Talk telling the guy to do things on Shabbos. I want to clarify Yitzchak. Micha, let's go. Hillel come. Kalman, I want you to write this after, but I want you to ask Kalman's our Hilcha Shabbos expert. Rina, let's sit down. Yeah, Kalman's a big expert of the Shabbos. Gedalia, pull over a chair. Hillel, there's a lot of misinformation of Ramallah on, Hilcha, on Amir Laakam telling a guy. People think they have a dark room, Shleimer. The dining room's pitch black, and there's no lights. Eureka, Shabbos Kodesh. They say, that's no problem. We have Maria here. We have a cleaning help, Maria. And big deal, <laughs> big deal that we'll just ask Maria. I don't have a cleaning help, Maria. I just figured the guys have Maria. The, the, you, just, the, you just ask Maria, Amira La'akum, and I'll ask Maria to try. I'll hint to her. Rafal said, I learned once about hinting. I'll hint to Maria to turn on the light in the dining room. And great, and now I could read. Chas v'sholem. Chas v'sholem. Hinting does diddly squat. She's not allowed to turn on the light for you on Shabbos Kodesh. She absolutely, absolutely cannot. So just, I'm, I'm going to tell, tell you the halacha, Yaakov. This is, this is the halacha is to get. I'm going to tell you the rule. I'm going to tell you the rule. The basic rule and understanding, there are some exceptions, but the basic rule is as follows. There are two separate halachas that have no shaykhs each other. One halacha, Shloyma, Yosef, one halacha, Yosef, you're not let it be nene, you're not let it gain from a Maisa Shabbos. A guy can't turn on the light for me on Shabbos, I couldn't read before, and now Yitzchak Belna. I can read. You're not letting no phones. Our boys say no phones. You're not letting gain from a Maisa Shabbos. So she cannot turn on the light for you on Shabbos. That has nothing to do with Amira La'akum. It's a separate thing that a malacha you can't do a malacha and a malacha can't be done for you. That has, doesn't help your hint. That has no shaykhs. If you didn't tell her, let's say she's just a very smart cleaning help and she knows you like the light on, you didn't say a word. She's not allowed to turn the light on for you on Shabbos Kodesh. Usser, usser, usser. She turns it on for you, you can't use it. Because you can't use a Maise Shabbos. That's the Allah. We, there's a separate din. There's a separate din. There's not do a Shabbos This is the din. You're not allowed to do it. There's a separate Allah, totally separate Allah, that Amir Akam. you can't tell a guy to do a Malacha. Now, Let's say there's an alarm ringing in your house. There's an alarm on. Well, let's say there's a light on in your bedroom. So here, if the guy turns it off for me, did I, am I being nene from a malacha Shabbos? No. It's the lack of light. I'm not using the malacha. I don't have light in the room. So let's say my cleaning help is very smart and she sees the light on in the bedroom. Can she turn it off for me? Yes. Because I am not directly being nene, I'm not benefiting, I'm not taking a malacha Shabbos and utilizing it. It's the lack of something. If a guy is smart, she could turn off the light in your bedroom, she could turn off the alarm that's on. <clears throat> it's different turning on a light than turning off a light. If she knows, she knows that you don't like the light on your bed, she turns it off, there's no problem. 
If she turns on a light, you are using the light to read. It's very much a problem, even if you didn't tell her. You can't be nene from the Maisa'akum, from the Vlach of Shabbos. Now, if there's a light on and you want to tell her to turn off the light, that's a separate problem of Amir Akum. You can't tell a guy to do a malacha. So there you hint. You can hint to a guy to turn off a light. I went to my neighbor, we just moved into Waterbury, and an alarm was on in my house. The alarm of the, of the oven was beeping, and I wanted it off. So I went to my neighbor, and I um, asked him, I didn't want him to go, I said, could your son come to my house to turn off the alarm? He, like, freaked out. He thought for sure I was baking his son into the matzah. He, like, freaked out. You, you want my son? I didn't realize it would get him so hysterical. But let, that was before we had any shaykhs to the neighbor. I just asked, knocked on the door on Friday night to ask would his son turn off an alarm. But the kids advarm is, is that there you hint. There you hint. You are not allowed to say in your hint, that you're not allowed to say we can't turn off the light on Shabbos. That's called a direct hint. It has to be an indirect hint. You say that's a light on in my house. The alarm is on. If they say, so what? You cannot say, I can't turn off the light. It's too direct of a hint. You're not let it, it has to be an indirect hint. You just repeat again, the light is on. Are you being nana for something? Turning off a light, you're not being nana. It's only the lack of something. The lack. So you can hint to turn off a light, Adalia. You can hint to turn You cannot hint to a guy to turn on the light. Not only can you hint to a guy to turn on the light, if the guy knows your needs... If your cleaning help sees you're trying to read and it's pitch black, she just opens the light and say, like, great, she knows, don't read in there. She's not allowed to If you anyway were able to read in the room, it wasn't so dark, she turned it on, then you're allowed to read in there. Even though the light helps you, you're allowed to read in there. She just did it for you. But if it was pitch black, she absolutely cannot turn on the light for you. There's so much confusion. Oh. If she turned it on, she wanted to read, you're allowed to read in that room. She did it for herself. She settles down into her chair and is reading a book and you're dining and turned on the light. You could read because the malach was not done for you, it was done for her. If she puts something then you and, can. And then she starts eating whatever it is. It's a separate Allah of something was cooked on Shabbos. And anyway, if guy's not allowed to cook for you, it's, 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 it's that guy's not allowed to cook, there are other problems. Yes. If she does a malacha for herself, she theoretically, you asked her to sweep a room, and she's let us sweep the room, and she turns on the light for herself to see better, that's fine. She didn't do it for you. She's doing it for her own purpose. So Yankiv says, could you do our rumba? Is trickery allowed? Will you get her, you tell her cleaning help. Maria, could you please read in the dining room? So then you know how, wink, wink, she gets the light on for herself. So you have Maria read. The answer is that Arama is mutter. Trickery is mutter. If she's do, as long as she turned it on for herself, it doesn't matter that you were happy that she did it for herself. So Maria, as long as she really reads in there, it has to be real. Yeah. It doesn't help. She knows. That's fine. As long as she did it for herself. As long as she read it for herself. Does she really use it? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. As long as she really used it. As long as she did it for herself. Does that doesn't matter? That doesn't. You're, yeah. But off is different than on. Kids are say, don't get confused. You will sometimes see in the shul where they'll ask the guy, they'll hint to the guy to turn on things. A rabbim is different. 
for a mass is different. You have a public shul and there's no light. Everybody forgot. Some even hold for a rabbim. Shvus the shvus b'makai mitzvah. For a rabbim, some will allow. There's no air conditioning in shul to tell to hint to a guy or tell a guy to turn on the air conditioning. Don't mistake that for your own house. Some will say it's called a tzayur harabim. People can't manage in the shul. Just understand. I'm not saying everybody agrees. It's controversial. But don't mistake a rabbim and a mitzvah for a yachid and not a mitzvah. So unfortunately, in Amir La'akam, people think if they have cleaning help, like she could just do everything, it is completely inaccurate. And you have to learn the halachas or call Kalman, or call Kalman Sejurus. Learn the halachas. But don't just assume you have cleaning help, everything goes. It's not true. You hear the basic rules, Doves? You've learned this already, Doves. What? Because by the light, you're being nene directly from her action. It's a separate din. You cannot be nene from Allah done for you. The dark, it's not the, it's the lack of. There's no mitzvah called dark. It's the lack of light. It's not called direct hana. It's the difference. It's like the alarm being turned off. Now there's nothing being mafria. That's not called direct hana. So you can hint to a guy to turn off the light. Because... There's two separate sugyas. There's the malacha and you taking the malacha and using the malacha. I'm not taking what's there. I'm not taking what's there. When I go to that dark room, Hillel, there's nothing she created that I am taking and using. I'm just now, there's no light, so good. But I'm not using. When she turns on the light for me, I use what she did for you. Cannot use the malacha. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. As long as you didn't say it, that's fine. That's a very good question. Could you hint to a guy if you open the fridge, the light goes on? So, could you hint to the guy to open the fridge when the light will go on? It's a very good Shiloh. It's, it's a complicated shayla if you can hint to the guy in the light, because it all depends what, what you hold that light going on, what the isser is that you turned on the light. The simple answer is that since it's a psik reisha, it's vaday, it's a mulacha daraisa. A mulacha daraisa, you cannot do amir la'akam. That's the simple. There are other ways of looking at it, but the simple thing is that you can't shun. I'm not going to say that no rub would be matrid and there aren't sirif veterim. The simple thing is you can't. It would depend if as if people would be maker, let's say the only food for Shabbos is there. So then, and some can count turn on light as a shwas, the shwas, not a daraisas. I would, I would be maker that if they told me all the Shabbos food was in the fridge, we're not going to eat a soda, I would count that shwas, the shwas, the makimitzvah. But again, so again, again, it really would depend. What do you have? You have if you have, if, if, what? Right, right. So don't tell the guy that, just say, could you get okay, something? Have the sarcastic Right, you don't tell them, it's in there. So it's Maybe, maybe. maybe. It depends. That's why I say there's so many variables. Does the guy know there's a light in the fridge? There'd be a lot of variables. If, he, if you wait till the guy takes a drink, it's the best. You say, Maria, get a drink, enjoy. She owns to get a drink, then you're good to go for sure. <laughs> It's a direct hit. You cannot do a direct. It's too direct. Are we supposed to bounce if if, we're, if she doesn't want the light for herself? We, since we can't get a note, we should just leave. Just leave the room. Don't read in there. Can't you read in there? Yes, Yetzela. 
Ori, Ori asks, um, before, before Shabbos, are you allowed to tell a guy to do like Malka? Guy cannot do malacha for you. They can't open a lighter. Huh? Doesn't help. It's not. There's a separate iser besides Amir la'akum. There's two different laws, Shlomo. There's the telling is one halacha, and a separate halacha. You didn't say anything that a guy can't do malacha for you on Shabbos. So if you, you can't gain from the Maisa Akram and Shabbos. Does it help if a guy does it with a shinoi? Does it make any better? There are cases where a guy is no, a yid is shinoi, a guy is shinoi, no. A guy can't do malacha. A guy does with a shinoi, could be it wasn't a malacha, then maybe there are cases, may I have to figure out. That's a good question. Very good question. Can you not tell her to shut the light off? Let's say, for example, not to shut the Yes. No malacha, yeah. 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 Let's learn some. Let's learn some Torah. Shlomi, you, you hear Shlomi, the basic laws. Okay. It's good to know because people think like a guy is there, everything goes. It's not that way. It's completely not that way. Okay. Shall I read you? I'm going to read you one enneagram thing because I think it's relevant to everything we teach in yeshiva. I'm going, to teach the, I'm going to teach you one anagram, Kiddush. Who here has a smartphone? The, 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 just because they want in cheer to look up words. If somebody has... Avram, you have unlimited data? I want... Ooh. Wow. Okay. Hey, Khan. 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 Look up. Look up. Enneagram, E-N-E-A-G-R-A-M Institute. Enneagram, no, no, no. Enneagram Institute. Everybody listen to this. This is interesting, Nafti. Davidol, you can be involved in Chinuch. I want you to know this. This is very good to know. Enneagram, Yehuda, I want you to know this. Enneagram Institute. Manny, check this out. Gedalia, listen well. Nafti, tell me if you like this. Enneagram Institute. Okay. Thank you. You got it? Perfect. Now. This. Shelly, I think you'll get it. Thank you so much. You're good with people. Listen to understand. There's a type 7. The type 7 in brief are, they're, they're, they're called enthusiasts. They're busy, variety-seeking type, a lot of ADHD types. They always need new things, spontaneous, versatile, acquisitive, and scattered. They're extroverted, they're outgoing, they're optimistic, versatile, they do a lot of different things, playful, high-spirited, practical. They like jumping out of planes, they love, they, 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 always, they love action and excitement. It's a very good nida. All the types are good people. This is the seven, a lot of fun type, they love new experiences, aren't afraid of new experiences, always on the go. That is the seven. They often struggle being very impulsive. This is a seven. Uh, there's a lot of mileage to a seven. I want to read two negatives to talk, about a, to talk about something here. In the Enneagram, in every personality type, Gedalia, listen, it's true, I want you to hear this. In every personality type, the seven are very fun-loving gishmaksters. In every, in every personality type, guys, 
So in all personality types, there's the there's the healthy sevens, average and unhealthy, and every per- and there are endless levels. The 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 original guy who wrote the anagram has 120 levels in all nine madrigas. In all nine precise, 120 in each. So there's endless categories. But I want to read to you the average, the, we're talking about the seven, the fun-loving, energetic guy who loves to jump out of planes, who loves excitement. Right. I want to read to you, I want to read to you, there's, there's a point I'm making. I want to read to you two average levels and a very unhealthy level. I want you to hear this, Yudu. Two average levels and unhealthy level and then bring out a point. Level number four, as restlessness increases, they want to have more options and choice available to them. They become adventurous and worldly wise, but less focused, constantly seeking new things and experiences. The sophisticated connoisseur and consumer, money, variety, keeping up with latest trends. But as follows, level five, this is going down in healthiness. This is not healthy, this is average, moving down. They're unable to discriminate what they really need. They become hyperactive, unable to say no to themselves, throwing self into constant activity, uninhibited, doing and saying whatever comes to mind, storytelling, witty, wisecracking, performing. They fear being bored in perpetual motion, but do too many things, many ideas, but little follow through. Now we're going to go down to a very low level, level eight. In flight from self, acting out impulses rather than dealing with anxiety or frustrations, go out of control into erratic mood swings and compulsive actions. You see a person, this energetic person, and they seem to be like just, just loud and going crazy, and that's a seven out of control. Instead of dealing with issues and core issues, it's a cover-up. It's often the class clown is covering up real needs and wants and things with activities and behaviors. It could even be fun-loving, gishmak, but all covering up. There's something you're bothered by. You deal with, you, I'm, I'm concerned, I'm nervous, I don't feel gishmak. Deal with what you're bothered by. Don't cover it up. I'm reading this, I'm reading this, this, this is, I don't care much for the anagram at all. I care about life, I care about the Torah. The only care about the anagram, I, I want a person to understand himself. I don't care what system a guy uses, I couldn't care less. We are most dangerous, and the mark of, we're a Muslim yeshiva. The mark of a Waterbury guy, I couldn't care less about the anagram. I, I have no interest in it. What I care about is the Bachar knows himself. And we are, we are dangerous people when we act without knowledge of ourselves and we do all sorts of things to avoid reality. When we made the theme of the year express, express is not a capacity that you're very articulate. It's not, well, I'm not so into expression, I'm more quiet, I'm more loud. Expression is not about articulation, it's about honesty. Expression means, who are you? Who am I? Knowing myself, being in touch with myself, not hiding. They're all different forms of hiding. A guy can hide in Asmada, by the way. Asmada is the Talmudic Negat Kulam. The people can hide all sorts of places. The importance of understanding myself, understanding who I am, and not hiding behind anything. They're workaholics who hide behind work. They'll just keep working... <laughs> Just not to fo- not to face themselves, who they are, what I need to do, what I what's important. There are people who hide behind letting around, joking around. 
It's a form of hiding. It's a simple form of hiding. The Messias Isharim, I've said for years, the Messias Isharim in every Midah describes something that's a mafsid of that Midah, that stops that Midah. Zahirus Zagayu lives with accountability. One of the greatest mafsidim of Zahirus is Leitzanus is when a guy hides behind his loudness and funness. It's good to have loud and fun times. Not when it's hiding my fears. Not when it's hiding things that I need to deal with, I need to work out. Sometimes somebody has a hard relationship with a mother, a hard relationship with a father, or just things, relationships, or something else that needs to be worked out, and they're hiding. Never hide. Deal with what I need to deal. Embrace what I need to embrace. Work through Work through the sugas I need to work through and don't hide behind anything. It's, it happens to be fascinating. There are behaviors that are clear for persons honest with themselves, says, what am I doing that for? I'm running away from something. There are obvious behaviors. So the anagram is one system which calls out these obvious behaviors. That, But the answer to anything how we know is when we're honest with ourselves. We sit alone and we get honest with ourselves. We're capable of knowing if we choose to know. We're capable of knowing. Mikarim divrei emes. We all have the capacity to know the truth. Knowing what Self is not is nothing to do with psychology, nothing to do with the enneagram. Knowing oneself, Rabbi Yisrael Salanter said, the number one principle in Musr is to know yourself. Das atzimcha. Yet there's no start to working. Could you imagine working? A bacher wrote me. A bacher asked me. I was in Baltimore at a yeshiva event, and a guy, an older guy, asked me if he can drive me to the train. I was training back. He wanted to drive. I never met him before. And he read me a poem that he wrote, wrote one of his rebellion. And the poem... What? No, no. He read me a poem he wrote to a Rebbe of his years before. It was a brilliant poem. But the basic point of the poem is you're always trying to work with me and help me and lecture me, but you don't even know me. That was the, you never taken the time to know me, to allow me to tell you who I am. You don't even know me. There's a Bacher who's sitting here, who when I first met him, said that to me, basically. I said something to him, he said, you don't even know me. Like, he was right, know me, don't tell me anything, don't say anything till you know me. Understand me, see who I am, what I'm about. This Bacher wrote a poem to a Rebbe, you're lecturing without knowing me. And obviously you can't help somebody you don't know, you can't advise somebody you don't know, you just don't know. People run Reb Berkowitz, Reb Yitzhak Berkowitz, one of the great Talmud Chachamim today. He gets very upset, upset. He has pointed out that it's a fallacy. People go to an Adam Gadol with certain Shailas when they should go to somebody who knows them. There's something called Das Terb. When you have a Shaila about yourself, you ask somebody who knows yourself. Because somebody who knows you can advise you. Now, it's not a kasha to me that Gdolim sometimes answer because this guy's coming and they're nice people. And who said even has a Rebbe? But the point is that somebody knows you, can advise you. It works with ourselves. How do we give ourselves advice? We don't know ourselves. And often, people don't know themselves well, and they, and they just don't understand, and they have all different techniques to purposely not know ourselves. On interviews, I always speak against drugs, and it's a very stupid thing. The yeshiva is not about drugs. Baruch I'm sitting to a crowd of B'nai Torah. You have yeshiva to watch Siddharam now. It's fire. And you watch him say that. And it's not, it's, it's like unfair. Why is it fair to Shua Dembitzer? I'm like, I'm like, I'm like a push of a nasty guy. Here you have, here you have. Here you have, it's Pasha, it's Pasha bad this Here you have a, a, a B'nai Torah. And Kalish gets up, talks against drugs. What's wrong with you? 
When I speak against drugs, I'm not talking about drugs. I'm talking to a guy with a big beard and thick payas, and would get up in front of Lakewood, Ir Hatayra, and a tremendous yeshiva, and speak the same thing. But I'm not talking about drugs. I'm talking about diverting. There are all different ways people divert. A guy could be the frumest guy. He can divert with his chavrosas, learning. I'm talking about a guy who's dishonest. It comes out in marriage because that is you. The girl has to be married to you. In marriage, we have a marriage epidemic in the world. People run away from themselves. They are not a keli to be married to because they haven't faced themselves and built themselves and developed themselves. I want a bacher here to become a person, a developed, built person who's self-aware, who understands himself, who's behaving and acting in ways that he really gets himself clear, honestly. In a health that he understands his strengths, which is a tremendously important thing, and of less importance, but important to understand my challenges, but to be self-aware, to get it. This is something that's just pushed. Every person has to be aware of himself, and, to, and to, that, that's the key of every person. We say in Kriya Shema daily, <coughs> we say to love Hashem, ve'avtas Hashem lekecha, b'chol levavcha, b'chol nafshcha, b'chol mo'idecha. Bechol mo'edecha is a very interesting word. It means with all your resources. Bechazal darshan, with all your midas, whatever you're handed. Whatever you're handed, your resources includes your personality. You're supposed to serve Hashem. You were given a personality to serve Hashem with your personality. To understand how to guide your personality, you have to understand your personality. So I don't care when guys get excited, the anagram, yes, no, I don't care about the anagram. I care if that's the system you use to understand yourself, great. Some people just are good at understanding. The point is that everybody agrees. I don't care what system you use, is that you have to be aware of yourself, very self-aware. That muscle of the, of the class clown, of a guy who's being very loud and just <coughs> typically screaming out, often is just a sign of somebody who's hiding pain, hiding something, and it's just a way of covering over. That is a noticeable if that applies to somebody, so then they have to face up, face up to what I have to deal with. Face up, embrace what I have to work on and deal with. Well, like a lot of comedians have a lot of like 100%. 100%. 100%. How do you know when you're hiding? We know. We know. The answer is none of this is just honesty. When we sit down, there's no chidushim in the, in the world. Hashem made us nikarim divriyemis. We know the truth. We just have to be honest and open to it, not afraid of it, and then deal. Be courageous. My Rebbe said, my Rebbe said that, he said about light. My Rebbe made a comment about light. He said that light is a courageous guy. Light has, there's a crowd. You see, in Sidaim, for doing kindness, they killed you. Now, if you think that's a weird country, they weren't weird at all. They held that chesed destroys the world. Sedaim held, there are people today who hold this way. They held chesed destroys the world. The reason it destroys the world is giving people freebies trains laziness. They didn't think you're a good guy. You give a free meal, you pay for the meal, you have a meal. You pay, you get it. You don't pay, you don't get it. That's what they held. They held you destroying people. In our country, you want it, you work for it. They yell, don't give anybody a free meal. Then you train people to be lazy. You train everybody. You want a meal? Pay for it. Work for it. They held you tremendously mean if you're kind.
You're mean. You destroy lives. You're a destroyer. You train laziness. They held their people who hold this way. Their Democrats give a variant to kindness. They're Republicans who hold that the worst ones for the inner cities. And Democrats give free medicine, give free money, make a lot of programs, and they're Republicans who say you're killing people. Because you're training people just lazy in bed all day and rely on programs. Teach people that you want it, go work for it. And they say your kindness is, is devastating. Fascinating. It's a fascinating debate. There's probably somewhere in between is the truth. There's something called chesed and there's something called din. Din is you work, you get it, you don't work, you don't get it. And kindness is freebies. Hashem really wanted the world to be din, by the way, except it wouldn't survive. He was mishtatev chesed. And then you have to know how to balance chesed and din. So it's an old machlaikis, guys. So in Sadaim, they yelled kindness is, it destroys the world. So they said, if you do Ahmad we kill you. Because you destroy the world. We gotta, you're a menace to society if you, if you have guests, freebies. No freebies. Somebody pays you, they get it. They don't pay you, they don't get it. That's how to treat people. Correct. Sadaim was like, it's amazing. Because the world needs chesed. The world needs chesed. So Yankov's taking Saddam, so I'm proud of him. He's a very open-minded guy. I'm proud of him. It's a good conversation. My answer is, my answer, Yaakov, is you think Chesed is for the receivers. You should know for the receivers you're right. But then the, really Chesed is the one's giving. You need a world of the one giving. The giver has to be able to give. That's, that's the short of the answer. They, their mistake is you're right. For the receivers, it could be better. There'd be no Chesed in the world, possibly. But then the givers wouldn't be good people. The giver needs chesed more than the receiver. We need to have people giving. Hatzalah, who's the one who gains most from Hatzalah? All the people are saved? No. That we have Hatzalah members, beautiful Yidn, who are involved in giving. So the giver gains from giving. But it's, it's a conversation, it's a philosophical point, fascinating. But the kitzer is, Sidaim's against Achnas Asarchim. Comes, comes Sidaim, light, and he does Achnas Asarchim. He's a Talmud of Ramavinu. He defies his whole country and he does Achnas Asarchim. And the people are, there's a whole mob out there ready to kill him. He's, remember, they're trained that a freebie destroys society. You're killing society. You're a bad guy. You're giving freebies? What are you doing? Training people not to work? They can get, just give out freebies? It's a bad society. And they're all at his door. They're mad that he's doing Achnas Asarchim. It's hard to believe. We're Yidin. We believe in kindness, chesed. We're a people of chesed. We're like Hashem. Of course there's chesed. Of course. Nonetheless, Sadaim is upset. Light walks out and shuts the door behind him. Unbelievable. A group of Goyim, a group of 11 Goyim surrounded me to beat the stuffings out of me across from the yeshiva. And the biggest guy ripped off his shirt and was nose to nose to me. So a Bachram saw what was going on, ran across the street, moved the guy aside, and he went nose to nose with the, with the guy. And the tension was like, you can cut the air with a knife. It was tense. It was 11, 12 Goyim, it was 12 Goyim, and six Bachram ran across the street. So it's 12 against 7. And I promised the tension, it was getting, somebody was going to throw a punch. That This happened 5.30 in the afternoon, 12 at night, I still felt adrenaline in my body, 12 at night. It happened 5.30, I was gearing up for a fight, I thought a fight was going to happen, and you feel adrenaline, 12 at night, I felt in my body still buzz, like, like when, what happens to me and Nafti in an intense game, <laughs> big athletes have a second gear. 
Nafti has a second gear. If you watch sports, athletes that are very competitive, something clicks. They call it a second gear, and some, the guy is different. It's a certain adrenaline, I can't explain it, and something just clicks, and you very competitive people have this. You become like a nut. You're crazy. Before you were like just a person and then you, it's like this power up it's literally when the Pac-Man eats that ball like something just happens the monsters used to eat you and now you eat them something's different I used to watch Nafti's games he would go down 12 he would get frustrated and upset and then go down 20 and quit and then when he was down 20 he would hit a shot and say hey there's hope and then it was like a power up Something would go on, and then he would win by like 15. <laughs> Something like happened, and the monsters stopped eating him, he'd eat the monsters. It's a certain type. I had that adrenaline, something like clicked, because it, the situation was tense, really tense. Finally, one of the Goyim said, screams out, like a blood-curling scream. You want to fight? Like, I, I was, the whole thing, it was just crazy screaming. The guys are going, he says, you want to fight? Like, let's go. One of the Bahram, one of the guys, folds up his arms, like calmly, puts his nose to nose to the guy. I couldn't believe it, calmly, and steps in his face and says, yes. With his arms folded like this, yes. The guy, all 12, ran away. All 12 ran away. My Sashaya, they all ran away, all 12. Twelve guys. He just folded his arms. And he said yes. Like a matter of fact, yes. He didn't say a matter of fact. He said yes. Folded his arms. And his, and his guy said, yes. Why did I get to this, Ravezi? So light, it reminds me that scene. Thanks, Ravezi. Save them. I got very in time. The adrenaline's like coming now. <laughs> it reminded me, that guy reminded me of light. There's like a mob scene in front of light's house ready to tear it. And light like folds his arm. I picture that guy. Hello, like, bring it on. Like, he, light is courageous. Light is, light is just, he's a guy who faced the world. You know what a mob, I don't know if you understand mob mentality. Nobody's thinking, a mob is scary. In a mob, there's no. Avi David. Avi David told the guy, you touch my rabbi, I'll break your body. He told the guy. It was, it was interesting. But anyway. Okay. Who was this? He's the one who moved me over and told the guy, if you touch my rabbi, I'll break your body. But anyway, okay. Kids, <laughs> guy's like, what's a rabbi? Like, it was like funny. But anyway. <laughs> um, <coughs> the kids are at Bar It's amazing when people don't see fear. This Bakr didn't do, he folded his arm, it's like the craziest, the opposite. In a fight, you put up your things. He said, you want to fight? He said, yeah. He folded his arm. I kid you, exactly as I said, and went into his nose and said, yes. And they all ran. That's like, what? <laughs> You're like so prepared and comfortable. It's like so retarded. He didn't put up his, I, he folded his hand and said, yes. Like, sure. <laughs> he ran. We're out of here. <laughs> I think all 12 bench Goimel in church the next Sunday, but anyway. <laughs> um, so Light's Mr. Courageous. Light is quite courageous. He faces the mob. My Rebbe said with all of Light's courage, there's one person he couldn't face. You see, Light moved to Stoim and knew it. He, he lived by Avram. He knew what kindness is. He knew what truth is. And he worked and he moved to a world that was against kindness. 
a very sick world that's destroyed because Chesed keeps the world going. Sedaim's against kindness, they're destroyed. They cannot survive. And Hashem doesn't allow survival of anybody against kindness. And Light knows it. He's living in Sedaim. And when Sedaim is destroyed, his kids thought the whole world was destroyed. And my Rebbe said, of course Light knew that it was only Sedaim, but he never spoke to his kids about it. Because he can face the whole world, he can't face himself. If he spoke to his kids, that's his own poor decision. Why'd you move here? Why'd you leave Avram? So he doesn't tell his kids, he ignores the fact that Sedaim was destroyed and you made a bad choice. My Rebbe said that Light can face the whole world. Mr. Tough Guy is one person he can't face himself. So when you ask, how do we know? The answer is honesty and courage. The answer is the courage to say what's going on here. It's much easier to drink. It's much easier to divert in all different forms of diversion. It's much, much more difficult. You have to have real courage to say what's going on here. What's going on here? What's happening to embrace, to work out? So that's what I wanted to speak out this Das Atzva point. If the guys can please open the Sidur, we have to do some others. Please open the Sidur. Page 244, Rabbi Say. We're up to Mishnah Yud. Mishnah Yud. I'm going to read three words. A Mishnah Yud. Shmaya said, Rabbi Say, Mishnah Yud. What page? 244. Shmaya said, I want you, Akon, I want you to hear this. Shmaya said, Yesukai. Shmaya said that a person should be which we talked about loving work, but I want to talk about the next word, to hate Rabbanus. So I want to explain what it means to be to hate Rabbanus. He told that it's important to develop an attitude, Avrami, of loving work. There's something you're supposed to dislike. Rabbanus means when one person lures over another person. You're in charge. I'm more powerful. When one person lures over another person, it's called Rabbanus. You're supposed to hate that. That sense, the Gemara, it's wild how far. Do you know the Gemara says that you have no Elam above, people are afraid of you, Shalei L'Shem Shemayim? If people are afraid of you and it's not L'Shem Shemayim, you have no Elam above. You have to despise that matziv that people are scared of me. We daven every single day. We daven nafshi ka'afra lakoltia. My nefesh should be like dirt. Nobody should be afraid of me. It is a crime. It's an avera if people are afraid of you. Now, what do you do with the principal person? He walks in. The guy's like, so he has to know if he's not l'shem shemaim. He has no elam if he does it l'shem shemayim, that he does it because he wants to help keep a certain structure, but he has to be l'shem shemayim. If somebody's in a matzav that people are afraid of him, and it's shaloy l'shem shemayim, it says it's wild that Chazal speaks so bad about it. I'm not. I'm not. I don't like for exaggerations, hyperbole. I don't like that. Say don't don't say. I don't like saying anybody who does this is l'shem shemayim. You don't hear me say that. Yeah, very good. It's a Gemara. It's Chazal. It's a Gemara. Very good, Victor. 
If a person has people afraid of him, Shaloy Lashem Shemaim, he has no It's frightening sometimes, Uri, that there are times in yeshiva guys are afraid. You're a principal, your job, it's frightening. It's frightening that you have to have people scared. It's frightening. And you better be Lashem Shemaim. I'm very Makbid who I pick. The dorm councils are loved figures. They're loved, but I'm Makbid more than they're loved. That the Lush- if I saw a guy I didn't think was L'Shem Shemaim, I'd fire him. Because there are people afraid he's taking away stuff. They're younger guys. You're not because you're a goody-goody. But a younger guy is nervous. He's coming. I only take guys that I think are L'Shem Shemaim. I would, I would tell a guy, stop, stop enforcing it. not L'Shem Shemaim. I would stop it. I wouldn't let a guy do it. Because it's, it's tremendously hummer. You're supposed to hate Rabbanus. You're supposed to dislike scenarios that a person lords over another person. There's a gaiva to that. The only Rabbanus we have in the world is Hashem's our Lord. That's the only Rabbanus we have in the world. You're supposed to be Sineas Rabbanus. You don't like... In English, maybe they call it shtoltz or a certain like whoa. Now, if it's l'shem shemayim, if the shtoltz is l'shem shemayim, there's reasons for it. He wants to create a certain behavior. Better be l'shem shemayim. There could be case l'shem shemayim, but Chazal say if it's not l'shem shemayim. Chazal is so chomer; it's, it's frightening. Somebody's scared of you. Shaloi l'shem shemayim. It's very, very chomer. A person is not supposed to to have rabbanus. A sense of superiority, <laughs> a sense of above. I've told the guys that I look for a bayim that are mechabit guys. On a deeper level, they don't feel superior. They don't live. I'm superior than you. You could have a sense, young man. That's Sineas Rabbanus. People who live with a sense of superiority. I'm, I'm in a class higher than you. That's Rabbanus. I remember once being disappointed. I once read a guy, Yeshidach. He said, I'm looking for a more high-class family. A Besser mention. I was so disappointed. Now, if he's used to nice China, and it's just like an immaturity. Okay, so there's such a thing. I'm used to nice China. I need a girl who will serve a nice China for a Shidduch. There's such a thing. That's real. Fine. But he had a sense. I want, I want the better families. Sineas Rabbanus. I hate Rabbanus. Chazal say. That superiority, we're like better families, and there's like statures and classes. There are systems, the caste system, like, like social classes. You, you understand? We're from a different class. Sineas Rabbanus. To lord over you, you're better than the other people. You have a superiority. Rebbe, that's what the entire fourth power conditions about. Now, what is complicated, somebody will ask, so what's the Amanivchar? And that's what Srili wants to know is with the Amanivchar, with the chosen people. There's something called Kaihanim Levim Yisraelim. And the answer is the only sense of any class is if Hashem made it. Hashem said that I'm an ifkar, Hashem said it. That's humility. Hashem said that I'm an ifkar. When we create our own Bahrain. order of superiority, he had his own order there, Wait, Richard. Our own form of superiority is Rabbanus. Is a social class, is a, is a, is a sense of, of preciousness based on, on your decision, on money, on self-made ideas. That is something that is Sineas Rabbanus. You have to despise that. If Hashem said he's a coin, he's a lave, and a coin gets more covered, that's mandated by Hashem. And his honor is gufa because he's closer to Hashem. That's not Rabbanus. But the sense of Rabbanus, the artificial superiority that exists, I dress better than him. My circumstances, 
don't judge somebody, treat somebody with respect, treat somebody with dignity and honor, no sense of Rabbanus. No sense of superiority is a tremendous attitude. Sineas Rabbanus, you should dislike that. Somebody has, people are afraid of him, Chazala very Chamer, because there's a sense, he's the man, and you, you lowers. That's, Chas Vashom, that's an ugly scene. They say on the Chazanish, that he saw a reflection of himself in the mirror, and he, and he, was, he got a simcha, he said, I look like an easygoing guy, I look like an approachable man, he was happy. He saw himself, and he said, I, that's what they say on the Chazanish, I like that story. But he said, I look like an approachable man, he felt like comforted by that. The, the sense, the sense of a person not having rabbanus, not having that superiority, that's what sinas rabbanus. A person has the sense that people are coming. One of the things I love when a bacher steigs here, that a guy is learning Yom of Alayla, and he's, he, he doesn't judge the next person. You see, sometimes a person steigs and puts down the next person. He looks at others who aren't doing as well and has a... Has a has a sense of superiority, an unhealthy sense of superiority. That's Seneus Rabbanus. That person who steigs in an authentic way and is very much values and respects and appreciates the next person is part of the attitude of Seneus Rabbanus. He doesn't feel the other person's no way. He's a good, healthy person, wonderful person. Has his challenges. I respect and value and see as a peer. If there's a valid reason, then it's mutter. Without a valid reason, Sineas Rabbanus, an attitude we have to develop. So, Eves Amalacha, to love work, to have an attitude. We're talking about attitudes here. An attitude, Shmaya says, that work is good, to Schwitz is good, and an attitude against Rabbanus, against this lording over people, a sense of the better people, of the, of the, that attitude. Of course, the end of the Mishnah is Altisvadel Rishus. Don't make connections to government. It means, Rishos means, government means that people who live like that, of Rabbanus, Rishos means they have permission, they're above the law. They're not in the regular domain, they're above the law, that's called Rishos, government. People who live with that sense of Besra don't connect, don't make that your Hebron. Don't connect to people who live with that type of attitude. There's a word in Chazal, I love these words, amongst my people I dwell. Somebody told me here, Maisa with Lubavitcher Rebbe, I love Gedolim stories like this. The Gedolim story that he flew, he was on, he, on a carpet, those stories I have nothing to gain from. Those are magic stories. That's, I like reading Harry Potter. I like Gedolim stories, I like ones that I'm inspired by. Somebody told me yesterday, Shalom Friedfurtig told me some yeah. of the Lubavitcher Rebbe, that I had such enough from him. He told me that the Rebbe, listen to this story. There's such a thing as asking the Kayin to specifically have you in mind. There's such a thing to ask the Kayin to specifically have you in mind by Dokhaning. There's such a thing. In the Paiskim, it's brought. If you have a certain need, a Kayin could specifically have you in mind when he gives the bracha. So Lubavitch Rebbe, his grandfather, Shalom Friedfurt, is a Kayin. And his grandfather, Zayda, was going to Dokhan. His grandfather was a Lubavitcher Rebbe said to his grandfather, he passed by, he first said, are you a Kayin? He said, yeah. I like that also. He's going to Duchen. He wanted the Eidos. Eid Echad Neman. He said, are you a Kayin? Yeah. He asked him, I thought that was very interesting. He asked him, is he a Kayin? He said, yes. He then said, he asked him a favor, have me in Zin Eichet. Have me in mind also. He added the word also. The Lubavitcher Rebbe was so careful on his words. 
I love, he didn't say have me in mind. It would have been a big honor. And the guy would, uh, the Rebbe said, that's the guy walked around the rest of his life. The Rebbe said, have me in mind. That's, that values that, and the Rebbe cares about your bracha. But he didn't say have me in mind. He said, have me in mind also. The beauty that the Rebbe said of other people in mind also, not only me. Also me. Also me. You know, when we dive in for a chayla, what do we always say? Amongst all the mourners. When we ask for our own needs, you say, Hashem, give me something amongst all the people of Yisrael who need it. We don't single ourselves out. Within Yisrael, amongst all the people that need it. A yid, a yid has that attitude amongst all the people. He doesn't want Rabbanus. He doesn't create his own social. Because here's the Lubavitcher Rebbe. This chassid would have, would have given him, would have thought just when he said, have me in mind, Eichid, as well. Amongst all the other people. As well also. Please also have me in mind. One, one classy word, Eichid, such a thinking person, not have me in mind, have me in mind also. Eichid. That's a great Godel story. Avmir and Zin Eichid. Shalom Friedford. A great story. In the family. You like that story, guy? It's pleasant. It's like a pleasant story. That, that's an attitude, Sineas Rabbanus, not to like lordship, not to have a sense, Besser, man. Me as well. Really, the last three words, what's that about? Altus don't connect to government. Vada means a vada. Don't make, don't make government connection. With explaining the shus of political people who think they're above society. That's, don't connect that, that's similar people. to the previous one. Yeah. Just now, Arbanos. Yeah. How are you, Moki? Nice to see you, Mokes. Rabbi said, we're starting to hear the because we have to sing that Hesper Shema Yechai If guys can turn to Friday night, let's turn to Friday night, then you'll tell me. Let's quickly, then we got to get to Gemara Shirem. Page 167. <laughs> Rabbi said, these words, guys are going to sing it. In the rock cave that you stayed, Sham there you got your beauty. What makes a person's beauty, Michal? Overcoming challenges. Reb Shibar Yechai is a man of beauty, a Talmud of Rebbe Kiva. What's Rebbe Kiva's story? His whole yeshiva is killed out. Did he quit? Started a new yeshiva. That's what we're going to celebrate. Who was one of his five star students? Reb Shibar Yechai. We got the Zayar from that. In the rock caves that you live, there you acquire your beauty. We ask ourselves, Michal, why do I have to go through this, this, and this? Never forget, the rock cave that you lived in, the hard, difficult circumstance, there you acquire your beauty. Say the words, guys, say the words. Shamadita, Sham Kanisa, The translation is, is that the bad situations you find yourself in, the Ma'arasurim, the rock cave Naftali, all the difficult circumstances, Shamadita, there precisely you got your beauty. Embracing, not negating. Not trying to divert from situations, embracing difficulty, there you got your greatness. 
A bachar has anxiety, a bachar has loneliness and boredom. Those are all tensions. People acquire greatness from tensions. Instead, we medicate. Drinking, other things. Instead of taking the tension, the ma'aras surim, he, not, he destroys the ma'aras surim. Instead of acquiring beauty from the ma'aras surim, he knocks down the ma'aras surim. That's diverting. Michal, when people say, why did I go through, if they watch their lives precisely overcoming, creates their beauty. Sham Kanisa, beautiful words. Let's... Yitzla, good high key for Bar Yechai Meishav Toy Yeshavta. Just Yitzi will sing it. That was really good. Just Yitzi. High key. Yeah, loud. Lebedin. Hi. Bar Yechai We join in soon. Now us. Shom Yes, she now. I'm going to a volleyball tournament this afternoon. Is it 